You're listening to the RSA Conference podcast, where the world talks security. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this edition of our RSAC 365 podcast series. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Casey Zirkus, with the RSA Conference. And I don't know about you, but I've been receiving a lot more SMS phishing messages lately, particularly since the start of this holiday shopping season. And today we'll be talking with Tatiana Bolton, Security Policy Manager at Google, about the perceived and real, or lack thereof, security in mobile messaging. Before we get started, I want to remind our listeners that here at RSAC, we host podcasts twice a month. And I encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on your preferred podcast app so that you can be notified when new tracks are posted. And now I'd like to ask Tatiana to take a moment to introduce herself before we dive into today's topic. Tatiana, over to you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. As you said, I'm Tatiana Bolton. I'm a security policy manager at Google. And that means I work on a number of different uh, security issues here, including connected device security, which includes secure texting, also secure by default, and a number of other issues across the ecosystem of cyber policy. And I am thrilled to have you with me today. Um, I know that you had shared with me a Google um, security blog that was posted a couple months ago about SMS security and privacy gaps, calling SMS texting frozen in time. So can you explain for our listeners what that means? Sure. So as our blog mentioned, we think that there are some big security issues with the way in which we do texting today. This is particularly prevalent in the United States because unlike the rest of the world where other apps like WhatsApp and Signal are more popular, in the U.S., Two trillion texts are sent a year out of our, you know, 300 or so million population. It's a huge percentage of the market that continues to use texting as a key uh, communication platform, uh, the original sort of carrier text platform itself. And there's no encryption between the various platforms. So if you are on an Apple phone and the uh, your other person is on an Android phone, those text messages are not encrypted. Other things that aren't encrypted are things like sometimes your bank message texting apps that send you those verification pins. Uh, same with your healthcare providers and any other verification pins that you receive. A lot of those are not encrypted. Current uh, emergency response messaging is unencrypted. A lot of other government systems, state government systems, when they send text messages to consumers are unencrypted. And so that is, I think, a big security weakness that we have. You know, intercepting texts is not trivial. A 2021 investigation showed that a hacker compromised an entire phone's text messages for $16. So the threat is there. The risk is there. We know that a lot of scams and fraud and things like that are happening because it's fairly easy to not only send messages from people whose identities cannot be verified. There can be man-in-the-middle attacks and a number of other uh, issues in terms of uh, phishing, which affect a ton of people, millions of people in the U.S. and, and many more around the world. 
Twilio announced that hackers gained access to more than 4,000 multi-factor authentication codes via SMS phishing. So the, you know, these are just some examples of the issue that we see today. And so for us, one of the biggest things that we're working on is encouraging everyone to move to a more secure and the next generation of texting, which has been around for for a while, uh, RCS or, or another version, an encrypted version of texting so that all of our communications can be secure. I just want to reiterate, when we talk about Android versus iPhone, iPhone users are still, even though if you're texting another iPhone user, it's iMessaging, um, there are still concerns and risks from SMS text messaging, even if you have an iPhone. Yeah, I mean, so, and I don't want to speak for, you know, other companies, but all of the text messages within a particular messaging protocol uh, that is secure, like iMessage, or within the Android ecosystem, those are secured and they're end-to-end encrypted. But the problem is with the interoperability. The problem is that there's no requirement for any, like, platform to interoperate with other platforms. And and sometimes um, those decisions are based not necessarily on security considerations, but on other business decisions. And so you end up with state and federal government uh, messages, business to consumer messaging, and consumer to consumer messaging that goes across platforms with no encryption, broken group chats, we see the green bubble, blue bubble, you know, debate, and then downgraded media. Now, the downgraded media piece can be a significant issue, for example, in um, NextGen 911, which the government is moving to. They actually just recently closed um, a request for information, an RFI, around how we can improve NextGen 911 or what are the security considerations as they make that transition. And downgraded media is one of them, because as you're trying to communicate, think about like an emergency responder trying to get to a person in in the middle of a large stadium, for example. There was a panel at the recent Mobile World Congress in Las Vegas this year, a couple months ago, and one of the stadium security representatives was talking on this panel about, you know, the challenges they face in connecting with users who are sending them messages while they're in the stadium. You know, think of it like 50, 100,000 people, right? And to try and get to a precise location to help that person who is having a heart attack or, you know, is experiencing another life-threatening issue, they can use media from text messages that they receive from that user to help them identify the problem, maybe walk them through uh, how to respond while they're waiting for help, and then get that help to them that they need. With downgraded media in, you know, when you've got no interoperability between these platforms, you're weakening the emergency response uh, capacity of the emergency responders. And so those are some of the other issues that uh, we're concerned about. Yeah, that was one thing that was really interesting to me um, in reading the article was you know, one of the risks in SMS security shortcomings, there were varied risks, but uh, one of them was the issue of SMS spoofing. And the blog say that because carrier networks have independently developed their approaches to deploying SMS texts over the years, the inability for carriers to exchange reputation signals to help identify fraudulent messages 
has made it tough to detect spoofed senders distributing potentially malicious messages. So from a security policy perspective, I want to sort of tie that in with what you were just saying about, you know, the downgraded media and this lack of interoperability, how can the security of SMS texts be augmented when these approaches to deploying texts are so disparate? Right. And I think, you know, that's our biggest message is that we need interoperability, right? We don't live in a society where everybody is using the same thing, right? And we don't want everybody to use the same thing. I mean, as consumers, like we want choice. We want to be able to pick you know, what kind of phone or uh, text messaging platform uh, to use. And whether that's carrier-based messaging or a third-party messaging platform, you know, either way, we should be able to have security and confidentiality and the integrity of our data between these platforms. We shouldn't have to all use one particular platform in order to have strong security. That should be guaranteed. And so through interoperability, we can do that, right? There was a a report out by DECRA that showed that people who, SMS users, can't answer yes to any of the following basic security questions. Confidentiality. Can I trust that no one else can read my text messages? Integrity. Can I trust that the content of the SMS or the text that I receive is not modified? And authentication. Can I trust the identity of the sender of that SMS text message that I receive? All three of those are key pieces that are required. And the only way to do that across platforms is the requirement of interoperability. And I think that's why, you know, one particular provider like Google, for example, can absolutely do whatever is in its power. And we absolutely do. We secure our platforms and our networks and and provide interoperability guidance and uh, work with other third parties to ensure that our um, messages and our platform is interoperable and secure across platforms. However, that doesn't require any of the other platforms to work with us. And so we still have a significant gap. And I think that uh, all users should be guaranteed the confidentiality, integrity, and authentication of their text messages and their communications. I agree. And, you know, while you were answering that last question, I was thinking about, okay, but like, so these people don't trust that they can answer yes to any of those three questions about confidentiality, integrity, and identity, right? But we still have trillions of text messages (laughs) that are, you know, being exchanged. And so we know that SMS is widely used, yet easily abused. Um, You know, where does the user sit in this puzzle in terms of, yes, the platforms should be doing what they can to um, secure the exchange of information. But is security awareness training necessary or is it just that the security features on the devices need to be improved and the user shouldn't have to worry about it? Like, what are the next steps? Well, at Google, we really believe that it's our responsibility as the provider of these services that we take on the responsibility of the security of a lot of these platforms and and processes because we shouldn't be relying on the users to understand about the security of text messaging. They should be just focused on, I'm sending a text message. I wanna get in touch with my loved one. I need a particular service. I'm trying to, you know, arrange a doctor's appointment. Like 
they should be worried about that. They've got a lot on their plates and they're not security experts. We shouldn't ask them to be. Um, at Google, we really think that it's our responsibility to provide the security for these platforms and services. And we take that responsibility very seriously. And that's why we think that these voluntary requirements that exist right now just don't work, haven't been successful. And so, you know, I think that in terms of next steps, we should be looking at a technical standard, right? A codified protocol that allows all the texting apps to securely reach each other. RCS is the one existing protocol that works but there could be others. You know, we're not saying that RCS, you know, is the end all be all. I'm sure there will be the next generation. Uh, and, you know, our engineering teams are working on other uh, ways in which we can improve security. And so, you know, in the next year or two, who knows, we'll come out with a new technical standard, but at least a technical standard. Two, we should have minimum requirements that apps must adhere to and that platforms must adhere to to improve interoperability and security across platforms. And three, government required interoperability around a basic feature set. Um, Some countries have moved in that direction, but we think that it's important that we are adopting these common principles that we think everyone should can get behind. Um, I think everybody agrees that security is important. And so I think that we can move in that direction. Um, I think we've seen already that platforms are waking up to the significant and serious demands from the consumers to stop you know, sort of kind of playing games with the serious security work and get interoperability as a standard across platforms. And so maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit more about the RCS ecosystem and how it's actually being leveraged currently and how it can help to improve that overall security of the mobile ecosystem. Right. So RCS is a protocol that allows for richness in text, end-to-end encryption, and secure and not abusive services. It enables the integration of protocols and uh, allows more user choice. And so it's a protocol that can be used for federal, state, local government communications. Uh, We're hoping that NextGen 911 adopts this protocol. Uh, Google obviously uses this protocol. And then recently, I think uh, Apple announced that it will move to RCS in the next year. We're hoping that happens sooner rather than later in 2024, because the faster that consumers have end-to-end encryption across platforms, the better. Uh, That's sort of the basis of it. So, uh, you know, since a protocol that does this already exists, I think, you know, the faster we move to it, the better. Well, at least there is some solution. And I, I, I truly appreciate your optimism because clearly you're entrenched in this and the fact that you see forward movement and the potential for solving the problem is really um, uplifting. So before we wrap up, I'd love it if you could maybe share some parting words of wisdom with our listeners. Sure. I mean, you know, listen, I am optimistic. We have done a significant amount of work in the security community to improve the various layers of security that users get. And that's from the hardware layer to the operating systems to network security and actually most recently IoT security. And Google tries to secure all parts of that mobile ecosystem so that when you're on your phone, which really to be honest, has become the main platform for communication and compute Mm -hmm. for most people in the world. 
I think as we move to that platform, we need to make sure that everything on that platform is secure. And and obviously, that's why I focus so much on texting, because I think it's the last sort of, you know, holdover that doesn't have as much security and transparency as we see in the rest of the layers uh, within the stack. And so, I hope that users continue to speak out about their need for security, that they want secure products, that they want more information about it. The more informed consumers are, you know, I said that the users shouldn't be responsible for security doesn't mean that they shouldn't learn about security and request and demand security and secure products. Um, So absolutely, if you want to get educated, um, go out there and, and, and demand that from the products and services that you buy. Um, look for uh, information about the security of your products. Ask for that from review sites, right? Uh, because that is another piece that doesn't really exist right now, making it really hard for consumers to even choose based on security. And so the more that we have that, the better it is. Um, the more transparency and security, the, the more uh, security you'll get. So really looking forward to a lot of the upcoming steps that we're taking on IoT security, like the cyber trust mark is coming out soon. Uh, these steps towards RCS and towards interoperability of texting and all the other cool new updates that we're going to see soon, including, of course, I'd you know, be remiss not to mention AI and the uh, improvements that we'll see through that. Like, for example, we use that in our Google Play Protect, right, that scans all of our apps uh, that are on our Play Store and ensures that they are secure. Uh, so hopefully that helps. And uh, I look forward to talking to you soon about this as it develops in 2024. Yeah, lots of fun conversations to continue. Tatiana, thank you so much for being here. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. To find products and solutions related to mobile and IoT security, we invite you to visit rsaconference.com forward slash marketplace. Here you'll find an entire ecosystem of cybersecurity vendors and service providers who can assist with your specific needs. Please keep the conversation going on your social channels using the hashtag RSAC and be sure to visit rsaconference.com for new content posted year round. Until next time.